Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Today, I have Carrie and Kara, co-founders of Goodbye, the easy button for conscious shopping. Their mission is to change the way we shop, the way we spend our hard-earned money, and more importantly, how it makes us feel. Because we know, even as consumers, it feels good to support other small businesses, right? Before we get into the details of the platform and why it's such a no-brainer for every e-commerce business owner, let me give you a little backstory on these two badass women. Carrie Fortin is a serial entrepreneur whose past work focused on sustainability, intentional consumption, and community building. She's a best-selling author, aspiring meditator, beginner mountain biker, and Libra sun Pisces rising. Kara Oppenheimer is a creative powerhouse who comes from 17 years in the agency world where she led immersive experiences for all the big brands, like all of them. She's a former almost professional dancer, an overflowing well of big ideas and punchy taglines, and doesn't do astrology, but does believe in kismet. I'm absolutely obsessed and inspired by their mission and what they've accomplished in such a short amount of time. And let's be serious, I'm totally girl crushing on them. Okay, without further ado, let's get into it. Hey ladies, welcome to e-commerce badassery. Thank you so much for having us, Jessica. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat with you. Obviously, I've already introduced you, but I would love to hear in your words why you started Goodbye and what made you decide to leap into the entrepreneurial journey. Such a good question. This is Kara, by the way, talking. You'll know me by my raspy voice. (laughs) It's quite a long story, but I'll shorten it up for everybody so we can get through to some other questions. But Carrie and I met about six years ago, just a little bit over that. We were both pregnant with our firstborns and had our babies about two days apart and spent a lot of our maternity leave together, sort of chatting and complaining a lot about how hard it was to shop in alignment with our values. Carrie being very sustainably focused. And both of us trying to shop small more often and shop from businesses that aligned with our values. It just was so laborious. And we just kept ending up with a lot of Amazon boxes at our door and feeling a lot of guilt. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, we're both moms of children and we feel a lot of guilt all the time and sort of centered ourselves around all of our friends are looking for easier ways to shop consciously more quickly. But they're so set in these sort of fast, free shipping. How do we override all of this? And how do we make more women who have the purchasing power for their households and for the bulk of America be able to shop more easily from independent brands across the country the moment they have a product need and don't end up on one of the 15 mega retailers that takes 70% of all online sales? Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I am too guilty of 
Sometimes I just make buying decisions simply out of convenience, even though I want to do better. But even when my husband and I, we've been here a year, but we bought our home a year ago and we had this very small window to get our floors done. We really wanted to do it before we move in. Otherwise, it never gets done. I went to so many local. I just wanted to support the local guy, but they couldn't help me. And I was like, well, then I got to go with the big guy because I got to get it done. And so I love that you're kind of solving the problem for the consumer, which then ultimately helps out the businesses. So tell me a little bit just what is goodbye. So we have e-commerce entrepreneurs, product entrepreneurs who sell on the internet right now listening to this podcast. What is goodbye and why should they be on it? That is such a great question. So it's interesting because oftentimes we're speaking to the consumers. So to the consumer, goodbye is exactly what Kara explained. It is the quick and easy way to shop in alignment with your values. So you go on to any website, you know, a mega retailer that you always go to, your default. Like Amazon has spent 20 years getting me to default, go to them anytime I have a product need. So if you've installed one of our extensions, it'll pop up and show you an alternative from a small business or independent brand, same or better. And then the opportunity that small businesses have is to get that override, is to show up on top of Amazon, Target, Crate and Barrel, CB2, Anthropology, where all of these consumers are going just as default. Again, you know, online shopping really got pushed forward so much in the pandemic. That was all we could do. But these stores weren't evolving and the experience isn't evolving for the user. And there's so many amazing brands out there and businesses that just can't get in front of consumers at the moment they want to buy. I was going to share a little anecdotal story from the reason that this whole thing came about when Carrie and I had been talking about this was because so my parents are small business owners, were small business owners as well. And I had bought two hydroflasks on Amazon and just felt the way I always felt like I just did it because I had to. And then I went to visit their store and their whole point of purchase display was hydroflasks. So it just made us realize that there are thousands of Carrie was saying brands out there, businesses that carry the exact same products we need. We just can't see them the moment we need to. So how do we open up a door, a window, mm-hmm. a way to sort of like immediately connect you when you have that hydroflask need, even if you want to start your search on Amazon? How do you find it from therapy stores in San Francisco or from Idaho Mountain Touring in Boise? Like, how do you easily get connected with those brands? And for SMBs and all of our independent brands and businesses, it's showing up on top of every search, not having to pay to have your SEO compete with Crate and Barrel. They can't right now. You're not going to show up in a coffee table search as a small furniture brand. So the only way you can do that is by finding the customers who care about supporting independent brands, small businesses. So that's what created the tools. And just to be clear too, we also have deployed our businesses in a shop page. So if you go to trygoodbuy.com backslash shop and you don't want to install the extensions or you don't have the ability to, You can always just any e-commerce site shop directly. The only difference with us is look at it like a trusted friend. We show you and pop up all of these different things in your search. When you click on that product, you end up at that small business's store, their e-com store. So a beautiful present, an intentional brand. You're not confined to the restrictions of like your typical kind of ugly, dare I say it, like Wayfair e-com experience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for the listeners, essentially... You as the consumer, they are going to install the Google Chrome extension 
because they have found and love the idea behind goodbye. So me as the consumer, I install that. I go to shop for something for my new home, let's say, because I'm still buying stuff for my new home. It is what it is. And then I search for whatever it is I'm looking for. And then your extension is going to give me suggestions from the non-big brands, the people that are part of your platform. Yes. And just to be clear, too, let's just use the coffee table example. You search on, let's use Amazon because we have 2,000 blacklisted retailers. But let's say you search on Amazon, you hit coffee table, you will see pretty generic small business coffee table sort of across the spectrum of price point, beautiful brands. And as you drill down in your search on Amazon, if you decide that you want a wood coffee table that is a certain height, as you click through inside of Amazon, our search results will also adjust accordingly to search what you want. And then in addition, I know you said Chrome browser extension, we also have a mobile iOS app. So for all those people who love shopping on mobile device, It'll also intercept all your fast fashion when you try to go to Shein and ASOS. You don't have to. You can buy on there if you want to, but we'll always pop up and give you those black sweaters from a more intentional brand. Oh, gosh, I love this. Why didn't I think of this technology? It's what everyone says. (laughs) This is like totally off topic, really, for my listeners. But how is it being a SaaS founder? And was it harder than you expected? Yeah, I mean, I think every part of the journey... It's net new. And I think there's everything from fundraising to exactly SaaS. We're learning so much all the time. What I will say is that Kara and I, in our previous backgrounds, were both really focused on building consumer trust through a bunch of different brands and launches. And so we came at this differently. Like we're not coming at this as software developers. We're coming at this as the core consumer who has this need and as people who have deep experience in building trusted brands. And I think that's why we're different. You know, as Kara mentioned, women right now in general have 82% of spending for their household. The average SaaS founder, to be frank, is not a woman. Like 2% of funding goes to women. And so we're solving this problem. And again, not to be overly gendered, right? Because there are primary shoppers and primary parents who can be of any gender, but the current experience by majority is that. And so we're just solving this problem in a totally different way. So I think in some ways, the people in the environment don't really know what to make of us. Sometimes we don't really know what to make of them. But in general, wherever we're going, whatever we're doing, I think people are pretty impressed by the way we're doing it. Yeah. I have Instagram DM conversations with some business friends and we're like, oh, this particular tool that we want doesn't exist. But just the idea of even thinking about creating it just makes me want to like roll up in the fetal position and like never leave bed. But you guys are giving me inspiration and hope. So it's very exciting. (laughs) We rolled up in the fetal position many times. We've thrown gummies into our children's rooms when we were working on this at 9 p.m. at night when they wouldn't go to bed just so that they would stop bothering us. (laughs) I've cried a lot. We've done all of the above to support each other. You know, the usual. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, thank you for fighting the good fight for the rest of us and creating something really amazing. So if someone is listening to this and they're thinking, well, man, I need my products on there. What are kind of the first steps? How do they get involved? How do they join? And then how does the payment structure work? Yeah, it's super, super easy. Of course, as Carrie mentioned, we're obviously listening to thousands of our SMBs and some of them have got 
100,000 followers on Instagram and everyone believes that they're this big company. And then we talk to them and we know the truth. There's two of them and they're running the show. And that is so common, you know, the optics versus the reality. And so I say that to emphasize how simple our onboarding is. This is not this corporate BS structure where you're engaging with a whole sales team. Like our team is eight people, most of those women currently. So to be really clear with the steps, what an SMB will want to do is go to Shopify and search for the Goodbye Shopify app. They will add the app to their store. That acceptance takes all of one minute. It is very, very quick. It'll pop you out into our onboarding, which is actually really fun. My husband would joke, I love a good form. I love filling out forms. It's so silly. It's a weird passion of mine, but it's a fun form. It's three steps and it just verifies the size of your business, your business values and owner identities, should you have any of them. No one value is required other than the fact that you're small or considered small by our standards. So it's three questions. It takes three minutes and then it'll be sent to our team to verify. So we validate all of the brands on our tool. They'll get a verified check mark. Afterward, they'll show up higher in search results once they're verified. And so after someone on our team verifies them, they'll get an email within 24 hours. Because of the Shopify integration, all of the items that are live inside of their store will automatically sync within our search engine, display proper product catalogs, proper visuals. It'll do it in real time. So should you change an image on a product or put it up for sale, our search will optimize against that. So as soon as you're verified on Goodbye, all that integration happens automatically. It also provides to the business the ability to show up first in search results. So because we're so new, there are many brands that come on and they're the first home goods brand we have. So when you search for like an Ottoman, you're only going to see their brand. So our 200,000 monthly active users are continually seeing, let's say, Jumbolo. So we're in this beautiful sort of space right now where we have about 700 verified brands on Goodbye in the three months since we started, which is still wonderful, but there's so much space to sort of rise above the long tail of competition there. So that is how that works. And then as far as payment goes, it is completely free to be on Goodbye. It is completely free to install the app. There are no hidden fees. It is not an Amazon situation to say it plainly where we're waiting to sort of rob you at every sort of corner. (laughs) We honor because we are a B Corp ourselves and our small business are stakeholders. We honor their margins. And what we do is we take a 10% commission on that cart price, less shipping when we introduce a new customer to y'all and they make a sale through Goodbye. So that's really how it works. And then the difference between us and a lot of those Etsy's and Amazons of the world is because we're not a marketplace that confines that small business to our marketplace, we're referring them to you. You gain that contact information, right? The SMB is like, there's total transparency and they'll be able to see all the folks being referred to them making sales through Goodbye. So that is really simply how it works. And that automation integration is set and forget it. So once that five minute onboarding is done, should they choose to not engage with us at all and just let it run its course, as long as their SEO is solid, they'll show up and get all that visibility and potentially sales. And then the more the brands engage, the better. We do have paid placement opportunities, not a requirement. We are working on products to promote folks inside of search. We've had a lot of requests for that different opportunities inside of there. But again, we're a small business ourselves. So working to kind of create the opportunities and tools for scaled growth for our businesses. Yeah. And I think one thing to point out too is Kara had mentioned that we have 16 owner identities and business values. So 
vegan, cruelty-free, women-owned, indigenous-owned, LGBTQIA-owned, and so on, which also gives people a really interesting opportunity to show up for a consumer who's really passionate about an area, right? So if you're a vegan lip balm, you're not competing with all lip balms on Amazon. Or if you're a candle company, you're finding the person who says, yeah, I would love a women-owned, cruelty-free candle. I would love to shop from other B Corps. And so again, with these 700 businesses, there's so much opportunity to show up really substantially just as your full self. Like we know that that's what our shoppers love. Every single click from goodbye is a click over to a site. And it's this chance for discovery. Like our shoppers come because they want to discover something new that they don't get to see when they search on Amazon. And so it's a really interesting sort of like matchmaking service we have between shoppers of care, but also like really just want to discover something cool and interesting that not everyone has. And then these businesses offering something different or have their own point of view. Oh my gosh, this is so good. How long have you guys been around? That's a really good question. We call this our third baby each. We started brewing her and working on her in February of 2021, but that was just like an idea and a concept and sort of building out a deck and essentially received some funding and began working on Goodbye in the late summer 2021 and launched our first product, which was that Chrome browser extension on Small Business Saturday of 2021, which is basically the end of 2021. So we've been about 16 months. Oh my gosh, this is so new. I don't think I realized that. Okay, so let's just unpack some of the things that they were talking about for my listeners here. First of all, we always know people who adopt something early do the best. So if you're even thinking about it, there's literally no risk for you to join this platform and send your products on over. So if you don't, I would just ask, like, why not? (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense. Just go do it. At the end of this episode, just go do it. There's really no reason not to. We didn't pay her to say that. (laughs) I'm just very excited about this. So when the customer is searching it, they can filter by all of those things. Including price. We began our price matching when we first built the tool. We were comparing on Walmart. You're looking at crayons. Are we able to surface items from small businesses, crayons, sustainable crayons that are within range? Yes. You know, something you'd see on Walmart. So we use price banding. So when you search for something on Amazon, we try to show something within that same flex of price. But you are always able within all of our tools to sort by price. That's so good. And you said you have 200,000 active users, which is amazing in such a short period of time, which just proves that shoppers want this. I think, Jessica, your whole point about like, why didn't they think of this? It's like this idea of an idea whose time has come because it feels really obvious once you hear it. You're like, this is my pain point and your pain point and all of our friends' pain points. And I think there is something about, you know, obviously the folks who are listening to this too have a pain point, have something in their life, something that inspires them, and then they set out to solve it. And I think that's sort of what ties us all together. And that's, again, why we care so deeply about these small business owners. Like, we are also small business owners. And so it's important to us that we honor that. We also, I think, important to mention, I know it's not what you asked, but as Carrie was talking, it was just making me think about, like, our core user being us, right? They're working women who likely have children and a lot on their shoulders, including the emotional labor for their household, the shopping labor for their household, all the things, as we said, that they have to buy, not necessarily even enjoy buying. The gifts for friends, kids, and for parties, and there's so much. So for us, it's really about 
the ease mixed with the conscious shopping, like in our perfect world, the way to our core users' heart and to our own hearts reshopping is to sort of offload some of that guilt, some of the time that we put on them to search for the best of the best of everything, remove that from them, attach it with a side of impact, and then you have a really wonderful opportunity to gain a sale for an SMB. So that is our job as goodbye to offload all of that work that a mom would normally take on or that a woman would normally take on and take that on ourselves and then make it even more appealing because you're supporting your own communities and things you care about. Oh my gosh, I resonate with that so much. So my family, very small, like once my great grandfather passed away, everyone kind of went off in their own thing. And so Christmas was like five of us and I don't have cousins or anything like that, nieces and nephews. So I never really had to buy gifts, even though I love doing it. My husband, on the other hand, his family is huge and they don't do secret Santa. No, everyone gets everyone else a gift. And it's his sisters and the husband and the nephew and the aunts and the uncles and the mom and the dad. And I can't just give someone a gift card. I pride myself on being a really good gift giver. And I feel like I have to constantly outdo myself. Yes. I mean, so you know the labor of that. And that's a part where values come in handy too. Like when I'm shopping for my father-in-law the first year this happened, he's a Navy veteran. So I had veteran owned and I was like, I know that whatever pops up here is going to speak to his heart in a way that me getting him a golf, whatever generic thing couldn't. There is something about, yeah, we're responsible for cultivating relationships through things. And it is just a really interesting thing to like take seriously, to get a lot of value in. But so much labor goes into it. So if you can rest assured that you're already selecting from a really thoughtful, curated selection of something, then you can just be like, oh, which of these 10 do I like versus how do I scour the Internet for the perfect thing for my niece's bot mitzvah? Yeah. And I love that so much, even for obviously the people listening are e-commerce business owners, but it just lets you know what being a part of goodbye, what the impact is for your potential customer and the people that you are going to end up having as recurring customers. Like once they discover you, obviously, then it's up to you to create a really great experience. So they keep coming back. The number one thing I talk to people about with creating an e-commerce business is you just got to get in front of more people. It is literally the hardest part because you are just floating out there in the web ether. Exactly. So I talk with our small business owners almost every day. Like I have a few on the calendar and the message that resonates most universally is when they're like, what are you? Like, what is goodbye? And I'm like, before we even start there, we are finding the white space between your dependency on meta and your dependency on being in retail, both of which have small margins. So both of those are from a visibility. You don't gain a lot of revenue from being on Meta or an Amazon, both those kind of the same thing, or in retail. It's wonderful to be inside of Target as a beauty brand, but any beauty brand that's in there is going to tell you, unless the volume's massive, they're not doing any profits there. And so here's the white space from a D2C standpoint. How do you get more people to your site without having to buy search terms and rank? over the course of four years before your business flops. So we're trying to own that white space by removing all the junk and connecting the people who care about that with the small businesses who want that so that those dependencies aren't fully there. We're not saying 
the stage in our journey that you can like shut off your meta ads and do everything and then just come to goodbye. But we are saying but it that is that's what we're working to build. <laughs> yeah. And Jessica, you made a great point that it's up to the business owner to really create a relationship. But we're also talking about these super shoppers. 82% of spend per household buying clothes for themselves, their kids, their partners or whatever. So if you run an apparel store or a shoe store, you've got someone who's got to make five, six, 10 purchases a year, maybe that many a quarter. And so if you can really facilitate that relationship, this could be an invaluable consumer for you. Like these are really highly vetted, desirable consumers for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I think about my husband, too. Just the other day, we ordered him some new shorts and I ordered him six pairs. And he was like, well, I don't need six pairs. And I was like, look, OK, you literally wear. we live in Southern California. He wears them all day, every day. They have a little bit of stretch in them. So that's what he hangs out in. Like he doesn't put sweatpants on. He just wears his shorts. And every single year, halfway through, something gets ripped or whatever. And then we go and try and buy more, but the store doesn't have them. So I'm like, now you just have six pairs and I'm making the decision because if I didn't, you'd be walking around with shorts with holes in them. Yes. Sounds like my life too. I mean, accurate. So having that kind of shopper as a customer for your store. Yes. That's when it gets profitable. Like even if it's a men's store, even if it's a home store, your core shopper tends to still be the same person. And certainly it can be a man in some cases, right? But it's like the person who's primarily responsible for the shopping. And once you get them, you get this whole experience with them. Yeah. So are there any restrictions from a product perspective on who can or can't be on Goodbye? Yeah, that's a great point. So As an e-commerce site that would apply to all of the things that are already illegal technically to sell online, also things that we're just not interested in, such as firearms, pets, so not pet supplies, but actual animals, (laughs) things like that. We also currently cannot service folks who serve liquor and alcohol. And so really beyond that, we have a lot of room, but we also make sure that our place is really a safe, welcoming, inclusive spot for our consumers. So things that are overtly or subtly racist, misogynistic, in other ways exclusive, making people feel uncomfortable, like not welcome. But for 99.9% of businesses, like your candles, your shoes, your beauty products, like all of those things we're so thrilled to have because the range of products is what people go to look for. What about CBD specifically? CBD is totally fine. CBD is legal across state lines. There are a bunch of companies as well on our tool that have supplies for THC that can still be sold, just not THC products themselves. And then we also have a number of more adult stores that sell like sexual wellness and things like that. And we totally support that. Again, it's got to exist in a way that benefits an audience who's looking for wellness and well-being and not necessarily things that are mature for the sake of being mature. I realize I'm dancing around these topics here, but everyone gets it and they can apply and we can have a conversation about it. Beautiful. Okay. Because I do have some profanity selling people. That's such a weird statement. As long as it doesn't include hate. Yeah. I think that like no hate speech. Got it. And again, look, there's no risk. It only takes a few minutes. So it's worth it to just send in the info and then they can follow up if they need to. 
And my last question is, is there any particular industry or anything that just happens to do really well? Yeah, it's a really good question. I mean, obviously, we kind of danced around our core user during this entire chat, which happens to be the three of us here on this call and a lot of other millennial women and elder millennial women and us Gen Z women and so forth. So it would obviously lean into the categories that are most on her mind these days, which wellness ranks really high. And that category is broad, but we see a lot of interaction surrounding wellness. Sometimes it's CBD, sometimes that's with sexual wellness products. Wellness is a big one for us. Beauty, huge one, especially in a conscious space where you're looking at a lot of vegan, cruelty-free brands. You're looking at a lot of clean brands, women-owned brands who get what they're doing. So skincare, beauty, makeup, that kind of a thing. I'd say next up would be home goods. And not even necessarily furniture, though we do need more furniture brands. So if there's some wonderful furniture brands, that would be incredible. But I would say that the easier, quicker to purchase things like vases and cups and plates, we have East Fork Pottery on our tool, very popular ceramic brand, Canyon Shop, those do really well when you're doing like a beautiful vase, whether it's for yourself or as a gift, Mm -hmm. or you're buying a new set of teacups or glasses to serve liquor from in your house. Like those sort of opportunities are really big for us. And then apparel is just obvious. So it's kind of like beauty, wellness, apparel, home. Those are sort of our core categories. And then the sort of subset to that that I would say is when you want to come somewhere, ensure that you're finding zero waste options and plastic conscious options. And if any of that matters to you when you're searching goodbye is like a beyond comprehensive approach there that I don't know exists at any other e-commerce site. Yeah. And to the businesses who don't necessarily fit into any of those categories, all the better because people are still searching for those on occasion and we don't necessarily have those as well fit out. So if you do children's sporting equipment, like these are a bunch of parents, like they will run those searches and you will be one of three businesses that show up instead of one of 10,000 on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love all of this. Guys, there's no risk. Please go set this up right now after you listen to this podcast episode. That's all I can really say. (laughs) And then one last thing, which I thought I asked already, but I realized I didn't. So from the consumer side, how are people finding you and discovering you? Yeah, that's a great question. I think in the same way, we're the same small business as everybody else. We had a lot of luck with Meta that has slowly become slightly less luckily for (laughs) us. This is as paid search and organic search is popping up. I think people looking for different types of conscious shopping, specifically sustainable or owner identities is where we tend to pop up a lot. And then obviously our small businesses, like we built this wonderful community. So referrals, one of our biggest points of interception for consumers. We have so many businesses. We engage with them. We share. They share us. And people go, what's good by? And then they add. And so it's this ecosystem of people who think in this sort of group think, right? The best shoppers of small businesses are small business owners. Like they know the struggle. They know all of the labor that goes into it. And they're so committed to supporting one another. There's such a generosity among this audience. 
in a way that continues to hearten me, the way people will share and share each other's businesses just to promote one another. And I think because tooting our own horn as women is a little harder, but I'm going to do it out loud. We've had a lot of good press like over the past 15 months. The second month we launched, we were sort of appointed one of Fast Company's world-changing ideas and then had a series of fortunate articles written in Forbes and in Entrepreneur and Good Morning America and things like that that have helped from a validity standpoint, almost more than driving new customers. That's been a huge thing for us from a conversion standpoint. It's not necessarily sending thousands of people to us, but once they get to us and they see all these logos of validation. Yeah, it just makes you legit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just makes you cool. Sometimes we just got to be cool. Like my previous day job, there was stuff that we wanted to do, especially because our consumer was aging out a little bit. And we were like, we really need to grab onto this younger consumer. And the way that we do that is by doing these cool things that don't necessarily make us money right away. Okay. Yeah. And it was really hard, like as these young market, and I'm not even that young, like this gray is real, but as these young marketing people to go talk to these older executives and try to explain to them why we need to do this. They just weren't getting it. It was a struggle. But yeah, especially this day and age, there's just so much freaking noise on the internet. So any little check that you can get goes a really long way. But I think to get so many users in such a short amount of time, it's like you guys are killing it. Love it. So excited for you. (laughs) Is there anything you want to make sure we mentioned today that I didn't ask you? I don't think so. Just knowing that they'll experience the value of the tool as an SMB, as a business themselves, they join. It truly is a no-brainer. We normally have that response from folks. The more you engage with us, message us, let's collaborate, let you share us, we share you, like we're in that headspace. So the more you do that, the better. I think small businesses have felt, and I know this from my parents, have felt so siloed for so long. It's like them against Amazon or them against crate and barrel or whatever it is versus like, where is that community? There are so many incredible brands. How can we connect them with each other more? How can we use our group headspace to think as like all of us sustainable brands? Like how can we rise so that we become competitive too? And it's not just us against them. It's like a much larger community effort. So I just want to make sure the businesses understand that as a B Corp, that is our end goal is like massive scaled community in small business to release that silo effect and amplify them so that we have complete redistribution of opportunity. Right now, 50% of all online spending is done with Amazon. 70% is done with 15 mega retailers, just 15, just 15. There are millions of small businesses that's just in the US. So we're really trying to change that fact. And the more small businesses on board and the more consumers on board, The more small businesses that are consumers on board, the more that we put money back into the hands of the people in this country and not single individuals. And I think that's sort of like core to getting our message out there and making this not just like another site, but a movement in how we spend and how we use the money that we work so hard to make and how we use it to sort of empower other communities. It's like we always say, put your money where your heart is. That's our MO. And I, with e-commerce badassery, which I completely started by accident, which is a story for another day, but 
my number one goal is to put more money in the pockets of small business entrepreneurs. Like everything I do is with that goal in mind. And I've never really heard someone say, well, like, no, I don't want to shop from a small business. That is universal. Yes. It's just, it's too hard or it's too that. Yeah. Yeah. We want to support them, but we also have like our own lives that we have to deal with. Like I always say, your competition is not just Amazon or your direct competitor. It's everything else in that person's life. Yeah. Yes. So I love that you're just kind of making it easier and democratizing the online experience for small businesses. So thank you, Kara and Carrie, so, so much for coming and chatting with me. I'm sure you guys are very busy. I love that you came here. Not at all. It's just so nice to speak to people who truly get it, who are in the same place as we are putting money in the hands of small business owners. And for everyone who's listening, we are the real people behind this. (laughs) I'm the one who will approve your application. Kara is the one who will get your email. Let us know how we can serve you better, how we can continue to help, because that's the whole reason we're here. Yeah. And there's one more lesson, guys, in how they ended up on the podcast. So I saw them partner with the We Are Women Owned community, which I am a part of. And I went and I was like, oh, who is this? It had the word buy in it. So I'm like, oh, this must be product based, probably. So (laughs) I went and I did the research and I was like, oh, my God, this thing is so cool. And I hesitated for a moment to even reach out. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm just like this little niche podcast. I don't know. Are they going to come and talk to me? And I was like, well, let me just kind of send the email and see what happens. And the response was swift. And here we are. So when you guys are thinking about, oh, there's this other small business I want to partner with, or there's this person I would love to chat with. And we hesitate because I don't know, because we're human do it anyway. And the worst thing that happens is they just won't respond to your email. So (laughs) who cares? They're not going to be like contacting me. So just put it out there in the universe. You never know what would happen. All right. Just give us a quick rundown of your links and where they can find you. So our website is try, T-R-Y, goodbye, G-O-O-D-B-U-Y.com. There's also a small business page on there. So if you've got more questions that we didn't answer, click on that. You can find us on Instagram at Try Goodbye. And then also, again, as Kara mentioned, our Shopify app. Search for Goodbye inside of Shopify. Find us there. And I think two other little links in case you're a shopper in this way. If you want to download the extension, you can do that from trygoodbye.com that she mentioned. You can go directly to the Apple iOS app store and search for goodbye, G-O-O-D-B-U-Y. It should be the first one that pops up. You can install our app and that way you remember every time you can install the extension via that application as well. And then you can always just shop directly via our search engine, which is trygoodbye.com backslash shop. And that's where all the curation and it's the sort of experience you're used to at a homepage of an e-com site. So the best place to start is trygoodbye.com and you can just kind of go from there. Oh, I love it. And I will put all of those links in the show notes, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I know you could be anywhere on the internet. So I appreciate that you're here with us and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.